As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, beautiful people. Hope you're all doing great. Hope you're all doing amazing. I'm really excited to be here today and to be sharing with you this episode. I think by now you all might be thinking, this girl, come on, she's so excited over everything. And that's my life. I'm sorry, but that's my life. But I'm really excited because today's episode is my interview with Minty Dreams podcast. And I really wanted to share a little bit of the episode with you. Enjoy it. Go ahead and show some love to the Minty Dream podcast. I love being on other people podcasts. Doesn't matter which stage they are because I believe that podcasting is all about having conversations, connecting, and literally having fun. So I really enjoyed this episode with Minty Dream podcast and really talked about everything. A little bit about podcasting, a little bit about business, a little bit about life. No, you're going to enjoy this episode. So grab yourself a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, and enjoy. Hey Minty Dreamers, I'm really excited for you to hear from Fatia. She is just very inspiring and effervescent and we talk a lot about the importance of being patient and how everybody has a complicated journey where things don't go as planned and it's difficult and it's full of ups and downs and I just think she gives super practical advice and she also is very relatable so i'm just really excited for you to get to experience uh hanging out with us so fatia we're so excited to have you here on minty dreams i'm so excited to be here i love all the work that you're doing like this podcast is absolutely amazing and i was so excited to be here today Oh, thank you. So tell us a bit of your story. How did you end up where you are today? My parents moved to London um, a couple of years ago, like almost 10 years ago now. And then a couple of years after, me and my sister decided to move with them. So when we moved here, I was just like, okay, I'm going to start looking for my first job. And then after I found my first job, I was very quickly disappointed. I was just like, oh, is that it? That's it. Like, I was looking for something more. I was just like, okay, so is this how am I supposed to live for the rest of my life? <laughs> like, it felt very like, you know, not fulfilling. So I was just like, okay, I'm open to finding that something more I was looking for. I was just like, I, w- I know there's something more that I should be doing and I could be doing, but I just don't know what that thing is. So uh, I was completely open-minded and one day, I was working for a charity and this guy 
uh, approached me and he was like, I like your vibe. I like the way you, you are, you know, you're so positive. You're so optimistic. Mm -hmm. I like the way you kind of, your attitude kind of thing. So I was just mm -hmm. like, oh, thank you. And he was like, oh, I want to invite you to a, an event. We do similar things to what you do here. So we work with charities and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, sure. And he was like, oh, are you going to come? Are you sure you're going to come? I was just like, yeah, sure. And he was like, okay. Then you exchanged numbers and I went to the event. And that's how I was first introduced to business. And I remember uh, like, you know, sitting through the presentation and then at a certain point, they said, like, you need 500 pounds because we're, we're in the UK. So we need 500 pounds mm -hmm. to get started. And at that point, I couldn't listen to anything else because then I had to come back to reality. And I was just like, I don't even have 500 pounds to get started. Right. And that was so sad. I was just like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm in the right place, but I cannot move on because I don't have the money. But then, obviously, I'm quite resourceful, so I was just like, okay, you know what it is? Just relax, you know, t be patient and put the money aside. So very soon enough, I, took the, I put the money aside. I was ready to get started, and that's how I jumped into the whole entrepreneurial kind of world. And then I soon become a consultant, and then, you know, a lot of things happen, and I'm, I'm where I am today. But mainly what shaped uh, who I am today and what I do today is my first year in in business, I was very depressed. I was like feeling like, you know, I, I wanted to do it and I was like so open to learn, but I felt like I didn't have a guide. I didn't have direction. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know like how to do it. And that made me very depressed and very like down. I was just like, I want to do it, but I don't know how to do it. So it was a very like kind of dark moment for me. And but after, obviously, I found my way and, and kind of start, you know, going in the groove of all the things I needed to do and kind of figure it out. I decided to create the, the She Wins Mastermind platform to help women entrepreneurs who are who are going through what I went through, who think that, you know, entrepreneurship is hard and they don't know which direction to go and they need that guidance. So this is a place for, for females to connect, get support, support each other, empower each other and kind of stay accountable of achieving their dream because I'm a huge believer of not settling for less. So it's a, literally a place for people to know what to expect because the reason why I struggled so much was because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, so you were saying that um, entrepreneurship can be full of ups and downs. And I'm curious, like, what have those ups and downs looked like for you? And how did you get back up when you were in a moment that was down? I got started in personal development. So I was like trying to learn and try to become and try to grow. But the thing is that now, obviously, after all these years, I know that I, I, I didn't have the mindset at the time. And with my business, first of all, I was targeting the wrong people. So I was getting a, a lot of rejections. Mm -hmm. So that was the first like kind of down. I was trying, I left my job because after going to business, I literally left my job and I was just like, I need to focus on one thing. So that was the thing. I had the worry that I, I didn't have any cash flow coming in. So I had that pressure that I have to make money. And then when I was trying to make money, I was automatically target, targeting the wrong people. And then I was getting a lot of rejection and I wasn't making money. <laughs> and then to add on that, like my mindset was like, 
not there, to be honest. I was trying, I was working on my mindset, but I didn't have the mindset that I have today to, to have the business that I have today. So what, what I'm talking about is just like, for example, the way I used to think. I used to think, or oh, if I charge this, people are not going to buy it. So I was very, charging very, very low for my, for my services and for my products. And that actually didn't change anything. So people still wasn't, were not buying my product until obviously I learned a lot about marketing. I educated myself more about marketing and I started putting myself out there, getting more visible, getting consistent. But it's also a coach that helped me. Like I didn't even know coaches existed. So even that was a huge problem. I didn't know coaches existed. So I, mm-hmm. I literally borrowed money from my sister to, to get myself a coach that the best $5,000 I literally spend on myself. And Mm -hmm. that's literally where the change started happening. Someone was giving me direction. Someone was telling me, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to stop thinking. Like you need to stop thinking cheap and start, you know, kind of positioning yourself in the right way. Start to affirm positive things in your life. Because I feel like when you get into that dark circle, you kind of keep going down. It's very hard to come back up by yourself so you need like kind of that support and I also started networking a lot and I met people who were like you know in the same journey that I was in and I started to feel like I'm not special everybody's going through that (laughs) so that's how I used to feel I used to feel like I'm the only one struggling here but the reality is that I'm not and a lot of people take different timing to kind of figure out everything. For me, it mm-hmm. took long because I just didn't have the connections. And that's why it's important for me right now to kind of provide that kind of place to, to build those connections. And that, that's why I'm always open to networking and collaborating with people because there's so much value in that and it's so powerful on a, on, on a long run as well. Yeah, were you scared to invest that $5,000 in yourself? I wasn't. I wasn't because I was in so much pain. I was like, I was struggling so much. And I went to my mentor and I told him, you know what it is? I don't think I can do this. And he told me, give up, don't do it. But then I didn't want to give up. (laughs) (laughs) So it was, it was, I was in so, so that's why I always say like, you will pay as much as possible you'll find a way i believe like when you're in in such a a, a state where you're just like you need help and you know that you can't do it by yourself that was the state that i was in as a positive person i am i am as an optimistic person i am i was like constantly depressed i was just like i cannot do this and then i'll go to a conference or an event and someone would tell me you know it's, it's easy you can do it yeah everybody can do it and then i'll come home and i'll be like okay i don't know where to start from so that was the constant roller coaster that I was on like I'll go and they'll be like oh you can do it you can do it I'll come home I cannot do it (laughs) but it's because (laughs) yeah because I didn't know how but you go to all these events and they are so motivational and then you feel like yes I can do it and everybody starts sharing how they can do it and a lot of like these conferences personal development conferences they're all about a lot of motivation but they obviously you know because the whole is one day to an hour two hours they cannot kind of tell you the the other side of it so you only see the positive side of it right. and you go home and you start looking at what you have and you're just like I cannot do it like where do I I need to start from I don't know and you don't know what you don't know 
But the thing is, like, you know, when I got a coach, it's not that the coach solved all my problems. Like, the coach didn't make my business the way it is today. The coach was just someone that provided that guidance and that kind of support that I needed at the time. It was the person who showed me the direction to go. But then I had to go through the work myself. I had to do the work myself and then, you know, kind of work it out. And I think it took me at least a year after I got a coach to kind of stabilize my business. And I'm still constantly working through my business. I'll tell you even something. Last year, I started this membership called the She Wins Membership. And then I sent the point, my website crashed and people were trying to pay and they couldn't pay <laughs> and they couldn't log in <laughs> and it was a mess. So still, like, there's a lot of things I'm still learning and it's, it's a constant, like, kind of learning, pro, like, learning, learning experience. Yeah, that's so good. And I, I appreciate you saying that because I think sometimes the dream, the idea is really fun and you have it in your head. And then the reality is that it takes a while to get it all together. Yeah, it takes a while. And even when you think you got it all together, you you, you don't. Right. <laughs> Hilarious. Very simply, that's what it is. Like, I literally thought I had like the best system for my membership. Then- As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And too many people went on and it crashed. And we had to work on a whole new membership to kind of get people to, to, to have the best experience ever. And yeah, that's what it is about. You kind of need to accept, accept it as well. And that's something that I've learned in this journey. It's like you need to accept that you don't have control over everything. And you need to be patient because everything is a, prog- is a, is a, is a learning curve. And everything is like, you know, 
takes a process kind of thing. Yeah, that's really good. So you also host your own podcast called She Wins Podcast. So tell me about starting that and what are some key things that you learned in that process? I love my podcast. Thank you for this question. I think like, you know, I can't wait to have you on my podcast as well. Like, I love podcasting. I feel like I found myself and I should have started earlier. So yeah, I started listening to podcasts as a way to to kind of learn stuff very quickly because I've been into personal development for a while. So I was listening to all these podcasts about mindset, about, you know, growing, about building businesses and stuff like that every single day. And I always like, you know, was so passionate about kind of being consistent with listening to them. And I always wanted to start, but I was a little bit scared because English is not my first language. So I was always like, ah, what are people going to say? I always make mistakes and stuff like that. I was very self-conscious, you know, about, about that especially. So one day I was just like, you know what it is? I'm going to start this podcast. And then I recorded my first episode for like 30 times, something like that. And I was unsatisfied about that episode still. And right. I was like, you know what it is? I just need to post it. I just need to do it. And then what I've learned like so far, just like, you know, it is, I don't have to be perfect. And that's what I love about podcasting. You don't have to be perfect. And when people come to me with their feedback, they're just like, you know what, what I love about your podcast is that, you know, you wake up and you have your morning voice and you're podcasting and you're telling us about it. It sounds, it sounds like I'm having a conversation with you, just me and you. And I, I like that feedback. So I kind of like the, the direction my podcast is going, that kind of improv feeling. But I also love the fact that I can bring in guests just to bring different perspective and connect. And I really love podcasting. I'm very, very passionate about it. And I'm also coming up with a podcast course. Oh, nice. Because, yeah, I feel like pod, everybody should podcast. <laughs> What is something that you would tell somebody who wants to start their own podcast? What is some advice that you would wish you knew before you began? Yeah, and that comes like great because like, you know, we're just shooting the podcast course. And the thing is like, you know, you need to know why you're having a podcast. So the first thing is to choose a niche, like get clear on what your podcast is going to be about. And then get clear on the goal of your podcast and the purpose of your podcast. So, so, so important. I did that work like later on in, on my podcast, but it's so, so important because it literally put everything in perspective. If you know who, what, why am I doing this podcast? Is it, is it to make money? Is it to have fun? Is it to spread a message? Is it to you know, to generate leads for my business. What is the reason why you're starting this podcast? Because if you know that, then all the content, all the, everything that you do is towards achieving that goal. And that will help you a lot. And something else I'll say is not focusing, like, you know, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, don't focus on the tech. Don't focus on like, you know, getting a an expensive mic or stuff like that like you know don't get too focused on the tech part of podcasting because podcasting is not meant to be like some people portray it like you can podcast from your phone right i literally have a client that have a podcast that's 60k downloads now she has five of them and she's still podcasting from her phone yeah <laughs> hilarious 
Yeah, because it's not necessary. Like people ask me, do, you, do I need to wear headphones and things like that? I'm just like, who cares about that? Nobody cares. Right. Like it's not things that you should be focusing on. You should be focusing on literally why are you having this podcast? Why is it so important for you to do it and start sharing? Because I feel like podcasting is different than other platforms because you can literally be you you have that power that you can connect with people you can be you can get personal you can make mistakes like for at the, at the point that I am today I'm just like I'm so comfortable be with not being perfect and I feel like in all other social media platforms we need to show people how perfect we are, how we can keep it all together, how we can balance everything. I feel like it's all about perfection, but podcasting is so all about not being perfect. That's how I see it, like being comfortable, not being perfect. Have you been tempted to like go into other areas and kind of branch out of your niche? I I guess like what... So every time I listen to a new podcast, I'm like, I should do that on my podcast. And I want to like keep changing. Like it's in a way it's kind of hard to stay focused on like what you set out to do. Yeah. I feel like that's why something very important that you need to do also when you're starting a podcast is to know who your ideal listener is and to have a profile of this person. Like when it comes to the She Wins podcast, our ideal listener is... It's, it's called Sarah. One of our dear listeners is called Sarah and she's 35 years old. She just started her business and she's like, oh, I need direction. I need guidance. I need to know like, what am I going through and what am I putting myself into? So she listened to the She Wins podcast every single morning because she needs to feel empowered to, to keep going on. She needs motivation. She needs inspiration. But she also wants to know know and relate to, to other women out there. She listens to it when she goes to the gym or when she wakes up so that she can go into her day knowing that, you know, she can do it. So that's why if I think about one of our dear uh, listeners, that's Sarah. If I think about Sarah, what does Sarah need to to hear today? Because the reason why Sarah listened to the She Wins podcast is because she needs accountability. She needs to keep herself accountable so that she can achieve her dreams and goals. She needs to know that she's not alone when she comes to when it comes to entrepreneurship and that you know sometimes you might struggle and it's a normal thing and people have different type of journey she need to know that so what kind of content can i create to support sarah if sarah like as sarah is right now maybe i listen to a manifesting uh, podcast and i'm just like i should do that and then i'll think about will sarah love this type of content Right. Will it help Sarah? And if it's a yes, then I'll say do it. Right. You can do it like as long as you're clear on who is listening to your podcast and you actually ask around who is that type of person that listening to my, to my podcast. And if it serves that person, if it helps that person, then it's okay to have other things that you do on your podcast. Right. I love that. That's such a good tip to you know, you can get excited and inspired by all other things, but then you kind of filter it through that question of, will it help Sarah? Which mm-hmm. I think is kind of makes it less like just whatever you want to talk about and yeah. a little more focused. 
Because it is, you can talk about anything that you want on your podcast, but at the same time, people are listening to you for a reason. So you need to understand why are people listening to me? What is the kind of help that they are getting from this podcast? Because when people are listening to the um, Minty podcast right now, Minty Dreams podcast, mm -hmm. they listen to it for a reason. They are coming back for a reason. So you need to know what is that reason why they're coming back and you need to keep feeding them with that type of content so that they keep coming back and with podcasting we have such a huge retention when people come up and they love a podcast they are addicted to it they want to come back all the time so you want to make sure that at least the reason why they are coming back to you is always there it doesn't matter which um kind of uh, topic you go into that common they need to be there. Like within my podcast, I experimented a little bit with kind of going into self-love and all that thing. And I was just like, will it help Sarah? Because at that time, that's when I was kind of discovering that. And I was just, will it help Sarah? Yes. Because I need to understand that in order to build a sustainable business, she needs to take care of herself. She needs to be patient with herself. She needs to be kind with herself. So with that self-love content, help her. And he said, yes. So it's always about keeping in consideration who is listening to, to you and thinking about will it help that person? Will it still be of support of, to that person? Obviously, all depending on the goal of your podcast. And even if your podcast is all about having fun, you still need to do some research and make sure that your content is coming up as a fun type of content to people who are listening to. So it doesn't matter what your podcast is about or what is the goal of your podcast. You still need to keep in consideration who is listening to you. Yes, that is so good. I love that advice. And I think that will help everybody. So thank you so much for sharing. You're that. welcome. So I would love to know what you think is the most challenging part about what you do and what is the most rewarding. Oops. I'm so sorry for interrupting, but if you want to hear the answer to this question, go ahead and check out the Minty Dreams podcast. And I think you're going to enjoy the rest of the interview. But here's my plug-in. Do you even say plug-in? You know, I'm trying to take a lot of things from people, but sometimes I don't catch them, you know, properly. It's like the telephone game. Someone said the word correctly, but by the time it gets to my ears and I actually pronounce it, it's lost. So I don't know how you say that word, but it's okay. I just wanted to let you know that you can still get the podcast success course at 70% off. So if you are looking to start your podcast, then you want to go and grab this amazing step-by-step -step video course with tutorials that helps you start your podcast literally from scratch, from the idea of starting your podcast to actually the execution, choosing the mic registering to a distribution platform, how to upload your podcast to a distribution platform, and all the things that you need to know to get your podcast started ASAP. As I always say, podcasting doesn't have to be difficult. And I love podcasting, and I want you to love podcasting as well. And I'm really excited that you're thinking about starting your own podcast and definitely feel free to get the course if you're looking to kickstart your podcasting journey. 
you still have the 70% off. So check the bio or the podcastingclub.com to get your course. I'm really excited and I'll see you next Tuesday in the next episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.